0: Hi, I'm Kelly.
1: And I'm Catlin.
0: And welcome to the, the How, How to, to love, love Me podcast.
1: podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of How to Love Me. Hey guys, welcome. How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships.
0: Specifically our relationship.
1: And today, we're getting into a little bit more, I would like to call detail.
0: Yeah, Okay. Right? Going a little bit more in depth.
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk about something that, oddly enough, doesn't really affect a whole lot of people, but affects one of us in this room.
0: It sure does.
1: And if you're a kid like me with ADHD, ha. so yeah, we're talking about ADHD today, guys.
0: Yep, we sure are.
1: Why? Because I actually suffer with it Yep, you
0: on, really a do. on a daily basis. Yeah, on a daily basis. So, I mean,
1: <clears throat> the big thing is, is we want to talk about ADHD as a whole. But another thing is how ADHD reacts with anxiety, which are two big things that I deal with. Yes. Now, dealing with ADHD isn't just a one-man show. Definitely. Not when you're in a relationship. No. Kelly has to, uh, let's say for lack of a better term, adjust the way she approaches some things because of my ADHD.
0: Yep, I sure do.
1: You sure do. I sure do. So... One thing that we decided to do is start pulling up a little bit of statistics. So we went to Attitude inside the ADHD mind. So attitudemag.com and we went to statistics of ADHD. Yep. Statistics. Statistics.
0: You have a hard time enunciating this morning.
1: Words. Words are hard. So how common is ADHD? More than sixteen million or nine point four percent of children in the US have ADD diagnosis. According to the latest data
0: so this was updated on April 6 2020.
1: Yes. So this is very current. Yes. And this is
0: a relatively recent article.
1: Yeah. So that was the one thing that we really wanted to dive into. So uh, basically it says between the ages of two to 17 are estimated to have even, sorry, have ever been diagnosed with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADD or ADHD. So they kind of classify them in the same almost right here, which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me.
0: Right. Well, well they still they still kind of fall under the same umbrella. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're talking about, you know, how many people have ADD or ADHD. So they're saying 2.4% of young children ages 2 to 5 have it. 9.6% of school-aged children ages 6 to 11 have it. And thirteen point six of adolescent aged twelve to seventeen years mm-hmm. have it. So the same study found that boys are more more likely to have to have ever been diagnosed with ADHD than girls. So guys, I think were what twelve point nine percent, and girls were five point six percent. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Which I mean. Really, like ADHD symptoms show up different in females than they do in males. So that kind of makes sense why there would be a, a lower diagnosis when it comes to females.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's tons of statistics on here, guys. Mm-hmm. I really we won't go
0: through every single line. But... No,
1: no. But I really want you guys to understand that, like, so they're saying, I do believe in this article, it says 4.9% of adults have been diagnosed with ADHD.
0: Which is crazy.
1: Yeah. So I am technically a 5%, and you are part of the 95%. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, for the 5% of people out there that might be listening to this, well, yeah. Hopefully. 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 But they talk about everything in this article. They do talk about race and how that can affect it, too. And they, you know, Mm. they talk about a lot of things. Not that race would really affect a whole lot of things, but.
0: Well, and then people being in, like, lower income brackets are more likely to have it. Like, they they go into a lot of different details when it comes to the actual statistics of it. And then
1: they also break it down to moderate, mild, or severe uh, cases of ADHD and what the percentage of that is. It's a really good read if anybody wants to know. But what we're going to focus on are adults with ADHD. Yes. So individuals with ADHD are more likely to face difficulty obtaining and maintaining employment compared to adults without ADHD. I myself do not struggle with that. I did for a little bit, but I had—I mm. think that has more to do with the economic downturn.
0: Yeah, that more has to do with what's going on with the world. Yeah, right now than you.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then individuals with ADHD are more likely to experience difficulties with all types of relationships, such as friendships, romantic,
0: uh, family. Fam- yeah. Yeah. Familial.
1: Familia. Yes. Mia familia. <laughs> so. I mean, it's true. Um, other outcomes associated with adult ADHD include vulnerability to anxiety, mood disorders, addiction, impaired driving safety, and even premature death from accidents.
0: Which is, yeah, that's scary.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's scary. It's super scary. I mean, it's something that it's something that I didn't start really dealing with until later in life. So I'm one of the adults that have been diagnosed with ADHD. I'm not. Um, so what is ADHD? I guess we should probably say that.
0: <laughs> Dive into it a yeah. little bit here.
1: ADHD is a tension deficit hyperactivity disorder. Mm-hmm. It basically, I find the big difference, like with ADD, you tend to just kind of, uh, your mind wanders more. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a mind wander. With ADHD, it's more of, you're you're actually creating connections that make sense to you, and you're running down scenarios in a situation that doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. For instance, I can be sitting here thinking, okay, uh, everything's set up with the laptop. We're, we're getting ready to record. Recording's going really well. And then I'll think about a software package. Oh, that's got an update. Oh, so I'm going to have to shut down my computer after this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means I can't do this next. And that means I'm going to have to push this back and reschedule this. And then
0: basically, you just continue to run every single scenario and there isn't really like a stopping point. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. So, now, are there medications for it? Absolutely. Do I, am I on any? Nope. No. No, no. Basically, guys, uh, medication-wise, I I really focus on my own personal health. Um, the other thing that I do use for medication is medicinal marijuana. Yes. 100%. Uh, I do find that it does help. There are some statistics that say, you know, it is possibility to have greater chances of addiction with ADHD. And I can mm. see that. Um, yeah,
0: because, I mean, if you're using it as a medicine, then, of course, there's going to be chance that you'll get, you know, a little bit more of a dependency on it.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%, which, you know, truth be told, would make a little bit of sense. A
0: little bit, yeah.
1: But, yeah, like, so what is it like living with ADHD? My mind's always going. Yeah. It's never ending. Um, I'm the type of person... Uh, that I show a lot of emotions on my face.
0: Yes, you do.
1: 100%. Yes,
0: you have a very, your face is very expressive.
1: So, I mean, I do a lot of, I guess, running scenarios in my head. Kelly can tell. Mm -hmm. She can 100% tell when I'm running scenarios in my head. Now, Mm -hmm. one thing that I have learned, too, about ADHD is it's also called the CEO's disease. Mm -hmm. Why is it called that? Because, you know, not to sound egotistical here, but people with ADHD have a, you know, higher brain function, at least naturally. We tend to run a little harder, um, which really works well in high corporate areas where you have to run multiple scenarios in your head and you have to Mm -hmm. diverse plans and you have to be able to, you know, basically be on the balls of your feet all the time. You need to be ready to make a move. Yeah. So that was always something that I did really well in. I always fit really well into a managerial position.
0: Yes. Yes, you definitely have.
1: Yeah. I find a lot of fulfillment from that.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like I'm not one of those guys that like to go out there and just, you know, do my job and come home every night. I'm not. I want to see that challenge. I'm always grabbing for more.
0: Yes, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good way of describing yourself at work.
1: Yeah, I really, I always want more. I always want more responsibility. I want more say, I want more, you know, everything.
0: You just always want more. Yeah, Yeah,
1: 100%. And I'm always pushing. And I think that has a lot to do with my ADHD.
0: It could be because you have a little bit more drive.
1: Yeah. So how do I find my ADHD? It's a fucking nightmare sometimes. Holy (laughs) shit. Yeah. I mean, I can get caught up in like the worst things. And the problem is, is if my depression is also acting up, my ADHD works really well with those. Same with anxiety. Mm -hmm. They're like best friends that never see each other that often. But when they see each other, man, they love to hang out together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, depression, I haven't seen you in forever, bro. Let's get a beer.
0: Let's hang out for a while. Yeah, you want to freak this guy out? <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, I run a ton of scenarios in my head, and I'm always running the scenarios. And not only is it hard for me to deal with, it's hard for you to deal with.
0: Yeah, it can be a little challenging, that's for sure.
1: So do you have any examples of, you know, my big question to you is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you know I have ADHD, yeah. and it is it is somewhat rare, And I'm pretty sure I'm your only boyfriend that's dealt with ADHD. Yep. What do you do differently towards me than you would to any other relationship?
0: Um. So one of the first things that comes to mind is I know I've brought this up in you know other episodes in the past, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to you with your ADHD, you have a tendency to go into you know like hyper focus, right? So when you're creating when you're completing an overall task. Your main goal is to complete that task. Yeah. If there's multiple different tasks that need to get completed within this overall task, that stuff kind of almost falls by the wayside. So for an example, if you're cooking. Yeah. Right? Say we're say we're making tacos, we got a taco kit out, and you're, you know, cooking everything up, chances are you're not going to throw out your garbage afterwards. Right? Because you're too focused. You go into hyper focus on the overall task. That when it comes to picking up little things after yourself, you don't generally... A lot of the time, you don't generally do it because it's not part of your overall task.
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right? Because my, my goal is to get dinner while it's still hot
0: exactly. on the table. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. So that's one thing that in previous relationships, that would have driven... Well, I mean, to be honest, it's, it does still drive me a little bit crazy. I do all the cooking. I know, which is <laughs> part of the reason why I don't complain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in previous relationships, that's something that like I would 100% be like jumping down their throats, like pick up after yourself. But when it comes to you, I know that it's because you go into this hyper focus that a lot of the time you just don't have the the attention span, I guess, to just like go and pick up after yourself. So that's one thing. Mm. Mind you, I think the biggest thing that I've had to learn when it comes to your ADHD is to be able to have the ability to follow multiple conversations. When it comes to you. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. So like you'll start telling one story and then you'll get sidetracked and move on to a different one. And then you'll get sidetracked with that one and then move on to a different one. And then at some point we're going to loop all the way back to that first initial story. And I'm going to pick up exactly where you left off.
1: So I'm like a Quentin Tarantino movie.
0: A little bit. Ooh, Ooh. That's, that's a great way of putting it because you know how much I love those movies. And I hate
1: those movies.
0: Yeah, well, I because actually you actually live those movies in real life. Holy and shit. I, I love them. So it's, it's kind of like I have to put together your puzzle pieces to figure out what exactly it is that's going on in your brain.
1: You know, I really want to know Does Quentin Tarantino have ADHD?
0: That's a really good question. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I
1: don't know. But anyway. Anyway. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So I think those are like the biggest things that I've had to learn. Um, definitely following the conversations. That's, that was a little bit of a challenge, yeah. but I've definitely been able to pick up on it.
1: Oh, 100%. So like, yeah. I, I do go in a lot of segues guys. You do. Like I will change conversations partway through a conversation. I, it's cause I'm running all these conversations in my head at once.
0: Oh, oh, I know. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know. Yeah. So it, it is something really hard to keep track of and mm-hmm. it can be absolutely exhausting. Um, Now, there are major advantages. So do you see any advantages in me having ADHD?
0: Well, yeah, your ability to run multiple scenarios at all times is freaking ridiculous because you have the tendency to be able to find and solve a problem before a lot of people even realize that it's a problem. Yeah. So that's definitely one of your strong suits when it comes to ADHD.
1: Well, and I find like for you, like you get stressed out when we pack.
0: Yes, I do. And I am you know a huge stress case when we pack.
1: ADHD is a packer's dream. I never not have something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like and if I do, it's like I forgot my charger because it was still plugged into the wall. Yeah. But other than that, like when we go somewhere, I have packed everything. I am literally a Boy Scout.
0: Yeah, basically. Well, because like I said, you run every single scenario and you think of, okay, if we end up doing this, we're going to need items X, Y, and Z. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, totally. Like I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, I'll look at an item. One of the things that I do is I look at an item and I go, will Mm -hmm. I use this? So I run every scenario of whether I would use it or not, whether it's, you know, plausible or whether I have something else that will do the same thing, like Mm -hmm. a Bluetooth speaker, you know, do I bring both speakers? Do I bring one you know Mm -hmm. all those options
0: well even when you think of like when we go camping think of all the things that you know i'll go through and initially pack but think of all of the little like additional things that you'll go through and pack afterwards because you know that i'm not going to think of them yeah yeah like that's a prime example right there
1: totally totally yeah so do a lot of that i do a lot of that Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah you do it's been incredibly helpful for me when it comes to packing. Cause yeah. like you said, like my anxiety gets the better of me.
1: And the one thing I do like about my ADHD is when it comes to cooking. Yeah. So now here's why one of my pet peeves is if you're cooking a meal, And you finish one of your sides 10 minutes before your main is done or your main is done 20 minutes before your sides. And
0: then it's just sitting there getting cold.
1: that drives me endlessly. Yeah, I know. Endlessly. So I'm always, when I'm in the kitchen, I'm always running scenarios and my food gets done at the same time.
0: Yep. It sure does. It's generally done within like a couple minutes of each other. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. ADHD. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's absolutely great.
0: Well, you've just found like the best way to utilize it.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You know what? Have we given a good enough definition of what ADHD is?
0: Uh, probably not. We should probably go a little, a little bit more in depth here.
1: Yep. Okay. Well, we just pulled up. What is ADHD?
0: Kelly, you want to give that a read? <laughs> sure.
1: It's on your side of the screen.
0: Yeah. ADHD is one of the most common neurodevelopmental disorders of childhood. It is usually first diagnosed in childhood and often lasts into adulthood. Children with ADHD may have trouble paying attention, controlling impulsive behaviors. They may act without thinking about what the result will be or be overly active.
1: Yeah. Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. What are some symptoms of ADHD?
0: Ooh, interesting. So the first adult. one the first one is impulsiveness. But I actually feel like you kind of have a little bit of that. You think I'm impulsive? I, I think you can you can have a little bit of an a tendency to be impulsive, Ooh. I
1: think. Ooh. Yeah. See, I didn't. I wouldn't consider myself an impulsive person.
0: Overall, you're not an impulsive person. Okay. But, so, example. Last night, we had, you know, reorganized our office. We were reorganizing a bunch of stuff around the house. And we were pretty busy for the majority of the day. Yep. So, finally, probably around like, I don't know, it was probably like 7, 7.30 last night. We finally go and, you know, sit down on the couch, try to, you know, have a little bit of relaxing time. And all of a sudden, you decide, you know what? No. Let's not do this. How about instead, let's play crokinole. Let's play a game. Yeah. Because that was your way of being like, you know what? I'm not done yet. This is another activity that we can do. I'm going to act on this activity. I'm going to act on this thought, and we're going to do this right now.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah, so you do still have a little bit of the impulsiveness. I wouldn't say it's generally a problem.
1: No. Because it's kind of a cute thing. I try to be impulsive every once in a while. Because yes. I feel like so stuck in my ways. Yes. Okay.
0: So a little bit of impulsiveness yeah overall not that much um disorganization and problems prioritizing disorganization sometimes problems prioritizing not so much
1: yeah yeah poor time management skills the opposite
0: opposite of that generally problems focusing on a task
1: sometimes Sometimes. i do struggle with that trouble multitasking (laughs) no no
0: you're like the polar opposite of that Um, excessive activity or restlessness.
1: I am the worst.
0: Yes. Well, once again, that ties into exactly the little story that I told about last night. Restlessness. You have such a hard time slowing down. I
1: I really do, guys. I feel like it's a waste of time to sit. Mm -hmm. I really do.
0: You always want to be productive. You always feel like you need to be doing something. Yeah. So at my current
1: job where I'm a, you know, a material manager at a scaffold yard, I don't know scaffolding. I don't know this stuff. Mm -hmm. I was kind of taught by it um, on site and obviously getting some help from my best buddy, John was great. But I, you know, I do well there. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I have a hard time not being active. Yep. I know that I'm getting paid for a position. I know that I'm here to do that position and I'm not going to stop until that job is completed. Mhm. And I know because I'm getting paid for that position, I need to stay working. Mhm. So.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Low frustration tolerance. Oh,
0: wait. We skipped one. Did
1: we? Oh, poor planning? Poor planning. No, nah.
0: nah. uh, not not generally. I'm
1: great at planning. Yeah. But low frustration tolerance? Yeah. I I do pretty good. Uh,
0: for the most part, yeah. For the most part, I can
1: stay pretty calm. I don't lose my shit.
0: No, you don't generally lose your shit. Um, you, there, there are some days where I can tell that your your tolerance is a little bit lower, yeah, than it normally would be. Like yesterday, yeah, I was driving you up the damn wall.
1: Yeah, so a little bit. A little bit. Okay, now moving on to the next thing. Now. When we were doing this research for this episode, we want to talk about ADHD. One of the things that we looked into is the correlation between ADHD and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Because me currently at this point in my life, um, right now, I find my two biggest mental health challenges are my ADHD and my anxiety. Yeah. Everything else I kind of have in check.
0: Yeah, for the most part, you're you're doing pretty well with them.
1: But uh, my ADHD has always been... I wouldn't call it a problem. I've just learned how to work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my anxiety, however, has been spiked a lot lately.
0: Yeah, your anxiety has just had you way out of sorts lately.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that we really wanted to research are what are the correlations between these two things. And it turns out they have a lot. Yeah. So they say... So this is actually WebMD, uh, WebMD, and it's Anxiety and ADHD Link. Yes. So they talk a kind of about what is ADHD, and one of the things that they say is what to expect from ADHD and anxiety. So when you have anxiety along with ADHD, it may take some of your ADHD symptoms, make, sorry, might, ha, mm, uh, eh, When eh. you have
0: anxiety along with ADHD, it may make some, some of your ADHD oh. symptoms worse, such as feeling restless or having trouble concentrating. But anxiety disorder also comes with its own set of symptoms, like?
1: Constant worry about many different things. I have that so hard.
0: You have that always, yeah. especially especially now with yeah. what, what we've had going on over.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, feeling on edge, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Stress. I'm always on edge. I, I am always on edge. I'm always trying to deal with the next problem. Yep. It's, you know, well,
0: like I just said earlier, your ability to problem solve and your ability to find problems and solve them before other people realize our problems. Very true. Yeah. Ties directly into this.
1: Yep. Yeah. Stress, fatigue, stress and fatigue. Definitely trouble sleeping. Mm-hmm. I do not have much trouble sleeping.
0: No, not generally. No, not generally. You no. did say last night you were tossing and turning a little bit. Yeah. But... Yeah.
1: Last night. I don't know. That was just, a... I just woke up a couple times and rolled over and went back to sleep.
0: Well, never mind then.
1: Right? So, how to tell your ADHD and anxiety apart? Well, I don't know.
0: Well, maybe...
1: uh... I mean, how do you tell them apart? That's the big thing. Is like, I I tend to, like, they kind of meld into one for me sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this article here says, sometimes anxiety comes with the result of ADHD. When that's the case, your worries are often about how much or how little you're able to get done 100 yes 100 that is
0: you to a freaking t
1: yes queen <laughs> that is me that is 100 yeah. me if i cannot get the most out of my day my day's a mm. fucking write off
0: yeah basically yep yeah i think it just comes back to like you just always want to be like you're you're a high performer yes yes yeah Yeah, I think that's kind of like where everything comes down to is you just always want to be, you want to do the best for what you can do. Oh, yeah. I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the time. So one of the things they talk about here is like, um, how do you worry about things that don't make sense? Or do Do you, sorry, do you worry about things that don't make sense? (sighs) Not really. Sometimes. Uh, It all makes sense to me. I can always justify it in my head.
0: Yeah, which sometimes when you say it out loud, yes, you can justify it. But at the same time, you don't also need to justify it at that point. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or yeah. like you justify it, but it doesn't also always...
1: make sense. It doesn't
0: always matter in that exact moment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do it. It doesn't need to matter, but I do it. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then do you have a hard time controlling these worries? I do. Yeah. I can't control these thoughts that are in my head.
0: In my head. great song
1: yeah great so anyway uh are you getting good sleep i actually am thanks for asking um
0: (laughs) are your fears and worries keeping you from doing your regular activities yes they are really
1: yes they are I you actually, unpack that a little bit. Yes, I, I do deal with that. So, one of the things is I get overwhelmed by all the things that I have to do, that the simple tasks get put aside because I worry right. about the big ones. Right. So, it'll end up where I keep pushing shit back and pushing them back and pushing them back. And mm. I'm a, I do have, I do struggle quite a bit with um,
0: procrastination. Yes, yeah. that's the word. Yeah.
1: That is the word. Uh Yeah,
0: no, you definitely struggle with procrastination.
1: So then the next one, do you feel anxious at least three to five times a week for an hour or more a day?
0: Well, that's a that's a huge yes for you.
1: Yeah, it's a big old 10-4 a- there, good doggy.
0: <laughs> 10-4, rubber ducky. 10-4, rubber ducky. We got <laughs> some ADHD coming down the t- turnpike. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway. Have you had a big life event happen recently? Uh
1: Well, not recently.
0: Yeah, but yes and no. Mm, New job. Well, new job, being laid off from the previous job. Like things have just been very unsettled for the last however many months now. So that I I think that kind of plays part into how things have been lately for you.
1: Totally. And then the last one is, do you any of your family members have a history of anxiety? So here's the one thing I'll say. I think so. But mm-hmm. it's not confirmed. Like, my parents do not have diagnosis or anything like that. Yeah, Mental health is still something that, in the small town community of uh, fuck Nowhere, Alberta, um, <laughs> they don't really look into it that much.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. <You> don't say. <laughs> Y'all got all your teeth, you're still healthy. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So, how to treat ADHD and anxiety? So we're actually reading this step by step, guys, because, I mean, we've read this already, but we are learning. We are learning with this because Mm -hmm. this is something that I deal with. And the more that Kelly understands this, the easier it is for her to deal with.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: Now, I'm not saying. Now, one thing I will say about this episode, guys, this is not medical advice.
0: No, we are not professionals at all.
1: We're not saying this is how you have to treat it, and do not take because let's say, for instance, Stephen, your boyfriend doesn't, uh, Stephen, your boyfriend does Steven. not um, pay attention to you that well. Does not mean he have ADHD. Exactly,
0: okay? exactly. Let's
1: just make that very clear.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it's not something. It is rare, uh, but it is still common. Like there, there's no. I I have friends with ADHD.
0: You do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Kids
1: like me with the, ADHD. with the ADHD. So anyway, um, yeah, do not like, do not pay attention to this as if like we are speaking the gospel. This is the only way to deal with it. This is how, mm. this is literally us figuring it out still.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're still trying to learn more about it and learn the best way to handle it.
1: Right. So how to treat ADHD and anxiety. Oh. Uh. To zero in on the best way to Treat ADHD and anxiety, your doctor will likely likely
0: look Look at which condition affects you the most. Yes. It's possible that your treatment for ADHD may ease your anxiety, so you may only need to take ADHD medication.
1: Yeah. So when you get treatment for ADHD, it can cut your stress, improve your attention and your man and
0: improve your attention so you manage tasks better, give you mental energy to handle anxiety symptoms more easily.
1: I'm gonna move that screen a little bit. I'm getting some weird glare.
0: Okay, yeah, Yeah, let's blame it on the glare. I am
1: going to blame it on the glare, not my inability to freaking read. (laughs) (sighs) So yeah, this is all, these are all kind of really big points. So the fact that they kind of counteract with each other makes things way harder for me because I freak out about things that I don't need to freak out about.
0: Yeah, you get anxiety about a lot of things that should not even be a worry in your mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so... You know, now that we've talked about it, we've kind of given an understanding of it. This is Mm -hmm. kind of what I struggle with on a daily basis. Yeah. This is what Kelly has to live with on a daily basis. On a
0: daily basis.
1: So we've talked about the negatives to living with somebody with ADHD. Mm -hmm. What are the positives?
0: I mean, honestly, just the fact that like, like I said earlier, the fact that you have this ability to multitask and find problems before they're actually problems and actually solve them. Yeah. That can be, that's kind of like a double-edged sword. Right, there's a lot of negatives to it, obviously, because it causes you more stress and anxiety than it needs to. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of positives because a lot of the times when you actually discover these problems and solve these problems, it it is a legitimate you know problem that needs to be solved. So, yeah. you know, that way it kind of benefits us. Um, but then when it comes to I mean, other things that are good for your ADHD. I guess. I mean, like obviously you're a great cook. You're fantastic in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. So like, a lot of that is because of your. Well, not because of your ADHD, but that you know obviously I just have a helps love for it. Cooking. Yeah. Yeah, you have a love of cooking, obviously. Yeah. Um, other things that are great with your ADHD. You have great stories.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can tell a story. I can. You can
0: tell. You can tell a mean story. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is mm-hmm. true. That is true. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, uh,
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of struggling with this question. Yeah? Yeah. Because I mean, like when we were kind of preparing for this episode, I was more focused on like the things that I'm doing differently to help cope with your ADHD or be able to help like follow along with it. Yeah. So I wasn't more, I wasn't looking as in depth at like the things that your ADHD is great for. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's great for your work, though. Oh, absolutely. It's a huge, huge help when it comes to work.
1: Yeah, I've actually had a lot of success in my business life because of my ADHD.
0: Yeah, your ability to multitask and, like it, I said yeah. earlier, and again and again and again, fix problems before they become problems. Yes. Yeah.
1: 100%, which has yeah. always been phenomenal.
0: hmm Yeah, so, I mean, when it comes to... When it comes to your ability to just be able to, like, complete tasks, your ADHD is fantastic. Yeah. And to be able to kind of, like, foresee the future a little bit makes it sound like you're some sort of, like, super mind reader.
1: Yeah, more or less. I mean, I have, I've run too many scenarios, and it's all from experience, right? So Mm -hmm. it has less to do with, like, all of this crazy shit that I'm running through my head. And it just has more to do with, like, these are just the steps that I got to do. I know how to handle them. It's not that big of a deal. Mm Mm-hmm yeah
0: yeah i suppose so
1: yeah 100 percent. so that's adhd guys in a nutshell that is a little bit about me Mm -hmm. so why do we want to talk about this because it's something that i deal with and it's something that puts a stress on our relationship could you imagine having somebody so scattered brain in your relationship like me like you know what Mm -hmm. i mean think about that people it's not easy
0: yeah (laughs) believe me it's it's not really a easy task to be no. able to follow along at all times no but you but, do it so well thank you honey you really do i also feel like the fact that i've had to you know like learn more about your adhd and be able to like follow along with you has almost kind of like heightened my way of thinking now too
1: yeah so <clears throat> one of the biggest things that we found in our relationship and actually actually through this podcast is we get to talk about these things we have to have these conversations and mm-hmm. we're learning and we're evolving and you know we love the feedback that we're getting from you guys we really are like the feedback seriously it's been huge it's
0: been it's honestly seriously it's been overwhelming yeah we at times yeah we're only
1: doing small things guys we're we're just doing this for fun and to have this feedback is huge and but i know that you guys are enjoying it and we love that you guys are enjoying it Mm -hmm. but we are actually growing so much as a as a couple yeah, from this podcast
0: exactly like the fact that we're you know able to have these conversations
1: the fact that we have to
0: yeah the fact well i mean we don't have to do anything no but, but we
1: schedule a episode every week so once yeah, a week yeah. we have to sit down and we have to talk about mental health mm-hmm. that's amazing
0: yeah that's true i mean we have definitely made sure that it's you know one of a one of the top priorities in our relationship yeah is making sure that we have these conversations. Because, I mean, truthfully, both of us struggle with our mental health. So it just helps us be able to understand each other that much better.
1: 100%. Yeah. 100%. So with
0: that, guys, we're going to break into segments. Segments. Segment. Let's kids do it. These
1: kids these days. You got to
0: kids these days. I have kids these days. Okay, so let's do it up.
1: Guys, when it comes to all of this, and I know that I'm, I'm actually, I would be frightened to be a kid right now. Yeah, because mental health has become such a big thing and people are accepting of it. Yes, but it's really easy for people to just kind of blow things out of proportion because mental health is becoming a big thing. Mm -hmm. Kids, do not take these stigmas. Do not think that you are a broken person because you have these things. I've had I've seen a lot of kids that call themselves broke and they call themselves this. They call themselves that because Mm -hmm. they got diagnosed with something that makes them different. The things that make you different when you become an adult are the things that make you amazing.
0: Exactly. Celebrate these things. Celebrate the fact that they actually make you different. Yeah.
1: Like growing up, I had a touch of the ADHD, I would say. Uh, I always said that I was more borderline. Ever since as an adult, it's only gotten worse. I wouldn't say worse, but it's grown.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, It's become more prominent.
1: Yeah. Don't worry, guys. These stigmas are not going to... These... When you grow up, these stigmas let's call quote unquote stigmas, these titles that we have are literally gonna make you who you are and make you such an individual growing up. Well they can. They can They can,
0: but I would also say don't don't let these uh yeah, I guess quote unquote titles is what we're gonna yeah. call them. Um don't let these become like a definition of who you are no. though.
1: No. They're not a definition of who you are, but they're just skill sets. They're just odd skill sets. Everything every negative has a positive. <laughs> okay. Every negative has a positive. It's the rule of the world. Yeah. Right? There's gotta be a positive to everything. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta look at them. You know, for me ADHD. Find the positives. Yeah, it yeah. makes me run circles in my head. It makes me go crazy. But you know what? There are some major benefits. And I do benefit from it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. In you some do.
1: ways, I use my ADHD as a superpower.
0: A little bit. I'm the thinker. The thinker. The thinker. Ooh. I don't know if I like that title for you right now. Too
1: fucking bad.
0: No, it's because of the flash.
1: The think oh, he was gonna get called the thinker.
0: Yeah, okay. What did they change his name? This is this is like a whole side story. Yeah, yeah. 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 We'll worry about this right now. How it's you triggered? Me. Resp- <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> By taking this conversation to a place that it didn't have to go. No. Ah, um, but it did. Uh, yeah. No. Uh why I love you. Why I love you? Okay, this week we've we've had a very interesting few conversations. One of the conversations that we had is that you were kind of, I guess, poking me the whole week, kind of being short with me, treating me a little rough. I wouldn't say like you weren't a, you were never aggressive to me. You were just very short, mm-hmm. and I was. You know what I did? I said, "Honey, you've been kind of short with me." Yeah, and that's it. And you know what you did? Oh my god, honey, I didn't realize. You're yeah. right. Babe, the fact that you were able to for me to say something that you've been doing that I didn't like. Yeah. And for you to go, Oh, I'm sorry, babe.
0: Yeah, like I did not even realize that I was doing that. Boom. Yep. That's
1: insane. I really appreciate that. You are amazing. Don't ever change.
0: Oh, thank you, baby.
1: No problem.
0: You're just the friggin' best. Well, I mean, it's
1: it's not a it's really hard to go and say you're doing this role. I don't like the way you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable, you know. Like it's so hard for me to say something like that to anybody and and talk mean to them, if mm-hmm. you will. But for you, it was really nice just to be able to have that conversation. And you just go, "Oh yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right."
0: But you know what? This ties into my why I love you because I was actually going to bring up the exact same thing. But my why I love you is because the way that you actually brought it up to me did not make me feel attacked. Yes. So your ability to bring things up in the nicest way possible, but Thank still you ADHD, <laughs> yeah, but actually still be able to get your point across in the way that it needs to get across and also not make me feel like a shitty person. Yeah. basically. Yeah, that's that's why I love you.
1: Okay, so just, we can have
0: these hard conversations. Oh,
1: 100%. Now, I'm going to give a little bit. I'm going to give a Catlin tip.
0: Ooh, I didn't realize we were doing tips.
1: We are. This is new. Just tips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just the tip.
1: Just the tips. Just so, anyway, pills. guys, when I actually think about bringing this up to Kelly and having these conversations with her, because I have ADHD, one of the things that I do is I run these scenarios in my head. What? Yeah. No so, way. I literally have this conversation, but I put myself in your shoes. Mm. So, I have this conversation with myself where I'm you. Right. And I think of myself in like the most sensitive situation. Because if I can talk to myself in a very sensitive place mm-hmm. and not upset myself, I can talk to you. So I run these scenarios through my head, guys. Guys, if you have issues communicating with your spouse in any way, shape, or form, this is not medical advice. This is just good advice. This is
0: just Catlin advice. This is
1: Catlin tips.
0: Catlin tips. Tips with Catlin.
1: Tips with Catlin. Run the scenario through your head. Talk to yourself. How do you want to be talked about this? If mm-hmm. Let's say, think about exactly how this person's made you feel. If they've made you feel like less of a person, they make you feel small, pretend that you're the one that feels small. Or that Mm -hmm. they're the one that feels small. Have that conversation or vice versa. You know what I mean? You need to, you need to have that conversation in your head, knowing that you're the one who's going to be told that you're doing wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. How would you want someone to bring this up to you? One hundred percent. another way to, you know, frame this.
1: And I'm not the only one that's used this. Kelly uses this too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I use this technique now. too. So
1: it's a Catlin and Kelly tip. Ta-da. Just the tip.
0: Just the tip. That's a segment. Just the tip?
1: Yeah. Just the tip.
0: (laughs) I love it.
1: That's our new segment, guys. New segment. New segment. Just a a tip. tip. It's just a tip.
0: (laughs) It's just a tip. Oh, that's great. Yep. Yeah. Just
1: it's just a tip, guys. Mm
0: -hmm. Just not professional advice.
1: However, something that we've learned. Put yourself in a very sensitive place and then try to have that conversation with yourself. Mm -hmm. How does it make you feel? Exactly. Does it make you feel attacked? Maybe change the wording.
0: Exactly.
1: Simple as that. Wording is everything, guys.
0: Mm -hmm. Wording and tone. Tone is very, very
1: important. 100%. Tone is huge. Yep. So, with that, guys, my question is how do you guys communicate? What is your tip? What's just the tip for you guys?
0: Yeah. Let us know. Do you guys
1: have a tip? We'll put that in the Instagram this week. Yep. Give us a tip.
0: We want to know.
1: And so, if you don't follow us yet, hit us up. How the number two love me podcast on Instagram and Facebook
0: and at gmail.com
1: exactly guys email us let us know but that's the end of this episode that's That's a little bit on adhd hope you guys enjoyed from it i -hmm. hope you enjoy just the tip our new segment
0: yeah (laughs) because i enjoyed it that was so funny
1: i know right yeah that was great that was great so anyway guys
0: anyways we'll wrap it up
1: yep we love you guys we hope that you took something from this
0: thanks for listening as always and Bye. bye